something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way is getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. This is such a difficult subject to tackle. It really is. And there are so many people who are going through this. I'm Honey German. My parents are Dominican. I was born and raised in New York City. I love sneakers and I'm a body positive advocate. I'm Carolina Bermudez. Soy Nicaragüense, but I was born and raised in Ohio. I'm a wife, a mama, and a worker bee. This, this is, is Life in Spanglish. Spanglish. I wish I had her number, but I don't. My friend, hold on, let me see if I even have it. Because if I do, I'm going to call this bitch right now. Because I was crying. I was pissing myself when she was telling me this. Can we just talk about it? There she is. Where it's at. Hold on. Welcome to Life in Spanglish, by the way, guys. Can we talk about, it's a little bit morbid, but we got to talk about it. Whatever you want. The turn up at the funerals that have been going on since the beginning of time. Turn up at funerals. When you have you ever been to a real funeral, like with like your real cousins? Yes. And like, well, only one. Okay. You know what? Nobody dies in my family. What? Thank God. <laughs> Do you guys have a long lifeline? I think so because I only went to my grandfather's funeral twenty years ago when I was a child. Oh my gosh! Then you don't know and what then it's about. Everybody has lived. Oh, girl, can I just tell you, unfortunately, I have been to a couple. And let me tell you something. When I tell you when my cousins all get together, and no disrespect to those who have passed, because I believe that my family members are son alegre. Siempre quieren una fiesta. Siempre quieren la bulla. En el funeral también. Totally. What? My cousins, okay, when we went to my one, I believe it was my grandmother's funeral, and we were in, yes, it was. And I don't want to get this wrong. That's why I want to pay respect. But... I had cousins out in the parking lot popping trunks. They had full blown coolers out there. Are you kidding? Pouring me? liquor out for the homies. Hold I'm... on, where was this at? Was <laughs> it in America? The Bay Area. The Bay in Area. San Francisco. Oh my god. Yes, like San Francisco in Miami. That's where my grandparents live. Mm-hmm. My 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 one. 
one set of grandparents lived in San Francisco. My other set of grandparents lived in um, in Miami. And it made me think because my friend Christina texted me. She was like, first of all, her abuela passed like two years ago. And um, she goes, why is your mom? Oh, sorry. She goes, why is my mom getting me excited about my abuela's funeral by telling me that your mom is going to be there? I said, what? She's building up the <laughs> hype for the funeral? I said, yeah, are they going to, like, turn it up? And she goes, oh, girl. She goes, you have no idea. She was like, I was texting with my mother, and she said, oh, uh, Nidia is going to be coming to abuela's funeral. And I said, stop it right now. She goes, by the way, it has been the longest time since my grandmother passed. Hold on. She said, she goes, why did Warren make us like this so okay we, we were texting on instagram and she goes we must be sisters she goes also why did my mom text me and be like media is coming to abuela's funeral and and then christina goes me well okay i was coming anyway <laughs> <laughs> and then i said oh my gosh i'm loling but wait what because i remembered that her abuela passed like a long time ago she goes oh yeah she was like i love media but like she's your best friend why should i be excited about this i said also my mom is the type that would be like y que te va a poner ese vestido no me gusta. Oh, of course. I mean, you have to show up like you are walking a runway. You know, it's so crazy. I've never been to a lot of funerals, but yeah. I always think of like what I would wear if something very dramatic would happen. Definitely hats and shades. Oh, you have to like just bring it. Even the gloves. My mom would oh. even put gloves on. I mean, you have to have like the gloves? a pocketbook. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is like this is like when she shows off. Why My am mother, I thinking of Sex in the City right now? It is beyond. So then Christina says to me, she goes, Latina moms don't give a fuck about shit. She goes, seriously, though, it's been a year and a half after my abuela died. If this is not the most fucking Latin funeral I've ever been to, <laughs> it's late by a year and a half. A year? I said, oh my gosh. So they're probably doing like a yeah, memorial yeah, for Yeah, her. like that and one then, year memorial or whatever. But then it got me thinking. I'm like, you know what? We might be doing things the right way. Because here's the thing. That's true. I don't want people to be there wailing and crying and talking about me. You want a show. <laughs> Honey, you're thinking about it right now. You want the show. You know what's crazy, Carolina? What? While I was in Spain, I posted pictures. And I said to the two people that were with me, okay, guys, just know if I die soon, all these pictures need to be blown up and put all over the funeral. <laughs> oh, my God. They're a perfect depiction of who I truly was. You want canvases? Yes. Absolutely. But Slide I must show? be happy. I must be happy in all my photographs because <laughs> I want people to understand I'm a very happy person and I'm very lively. I don't know. I don't think I want the crying and the depressive. No, I, I've I lived don't. a very amazing life, and I say it all the time. Like, if God was to take me now, I feel like I've lived. Absolutely. Like, and I would want people to actually, you know, celebrate my life, not not be depressed that I'm gone. You took the words right out of my mouth. A celebration of life, yeah, right? Yeah. So the ones that I've been I think to it'll be hard, though. have been that. Well, it's difficult because you know what it is? Um, and I've been through, um, you know, some people who have passed who I've been extremely close to, with my grandfather being one. Um, and it's like, man, you're in this place where you're just, like, so upset and so hurt and there's, like, so many things going on mm -hmm. but then you just need that one cousin to come and remind you of a great story or of an amazing memory to turn that frown into something that you're like yeah you know what I did have these great experiences with this person and that's what life really is about right? it really is you know and so we were thinking about it I was talking to my husband too and I was saying like yeah, I feel like Latinos might be doing it the right way by having people and celebrating and dancing and, you know. I would definitely want that. And a lot of people say that. They say they want a celebration when they pass. Absolutely. And Latinos bring a lot of items into the funeral home when people pass. I've seen motorcycles. I've seen bicycles. Girl. 
all what, of it. What What about the things that they put into the casket too? Well, I'll, I'll, like, you know what I'm saying? Like little trinkets, little things to remember them. But I'm like, this is not like King Tut, okay? <laughs> like, we don't need to be bringing put in. Put my belong on one shoulder and my totonera <laughs> on the like, other side. I mean, come on. This is like bananas. <laughs> but it's true. Like a lot of people believe that like, you know, you send them off like with a special rosary or, mm-hmm. you know, um, if somebody wore a special watch or like a handkerchief, you know, things like that. Like, I need my mementos. makeup and hair done, done. Girl, don't worry. I got you. By living, by, by living people makeup artists, not the people at the funeral <laughs> home. I will haunt all y'all bitches for life if y'all let me have this funeral makeup when I die. Who was that blogger that was in a fight that you want James Charles to come over? And- <laughs> I want Patrick Starr to beat one side and James Charles to beat the other side. <laughs> Stop it. Stop. So, no, we were just talking about how, like, at the most inappropriate times, our moms will be like, ay, pero no te va a poner eso. Like, my mom would be, like, full-blown crying, and she would be, like, snot coming down, like, super upset, and then she would be like... Like, which, which shoes are you going to put on right now? But it's like, I don't know why there's just that pressure. Like, my mom always, always, you have to be vestida. Like, if she saw me right now in this sweatshirt with my hair looking all drags, and stuff, she would have words for me. 100%. My mom is very judgy. And you know what's weird? My mom always read um, Vanidades, that magazine. Who didn't? And she was always really stuck on, like, uh, royalty, like Princess Diana, oh, yes. Beatrice. And this and that. And my mom always was like, that's not classy. A woman should be classy. Wear a white shirt. I'm like, Mom, I got ripped jeans and an old ass gap t shirt. And this is what you're going to get right now. Unacceptable. But sometimes I do try. And I'm like, Mom would be so proud. And I'll send her. Like oh, when I was in in Ibiza, I wore a red dress, and you I was looked like adorable in that little red. dress. And I said my mom would love this red dress because it was like a it was like ruffles. It was like ruffles, yeah, yeah like something very girly. very girly and very yeah. kind of like regal in a way, even though it was short as adorable. hell. Adorable. So I but sent very it to her. Spanish. Yeah, very. Everybody's yeah. like, "Honey, you're the living emoji of the girl." A, yes, the red dress I was like, girl. Yes, I kind of am. You and I sent were. it to my mom because she likes when we dress certain mm-hmm. ways, and you know she does expect us. To be every single day looking good, nothing dirty, very tidy, yeah. very pretty. Latina moms. They put the pressure on, man. They really do. I know. So now I feel like compelled. I told Christina, I said, well, wait a minute. When is this? When is the date? Because I might want to fly down to Miami. She's like, I need to get some it. outfits. I need to get in on this action. <laughs> but no, we were just talking about how, you know, we celebrate the lives of people that we've lost and people in the past. And I, I always said, I said, above and beyond anything, anything, anything for me, the only thing that I want people to know is that my children were loved beyond measure. Aww. That's all I care about that's super I want dope. those boys to know that no matter what like they were just like everything to me you know what I yeah. mean and so it's just something that you have to think about and I mean we're being lighthearted and, and talking about it right now but um one of my girlfriends reached out to me and she was just like you know I never like to talk about that subject because it's just so morbid and it brings up dark feelings I said it only brings up dark feelings if you put them there I think about I think about dying all the time why, why is that I don't know and I think about how many people would come what, do you really? Yes. So you want Staples Center type action. You want like people to come I want out to, James no, no, Brown type no, of turnout. <laughs> you want the Barclays Center. 100%. You no, do. but I do think about it all the time. Yeah. And I do think about like who would be sad and who would um, say I made an impact in their life. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, she really changed me or she made me feel better about who I am or she right. made me accept how I look. You know, I always think about that. And I, I always talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I always ask, no, you'd be sad if I die. He's like, why would you talk? 
about. Oh my gosh, no, but it is. It's such a difficult subject for people to approach and talk about because really I mean, is. you think about it and you're like, well, I'm living, I'm doing this today. But no, it is something that you have to kind of like, you know, have an idea in your mind of what you would want to happen to your assets. Like, you know, who would be taking care of your children? What would happen? But I know that Honey has one thing on her mind, and that's who's going to be pushing up on her man after she is. <laughs> We'll play games and you know what's crazy that me and Nuni had this so like, well. I know you so well Nuni tells me all the time I would never be able to I'm like you probably out here cheating while I'm alive you're not gonna never. find a new bitch when I die that boy adores Lies. you wait by the way you guys are life and spanglish listeners which by the way we need to come up with a nickname for you I have seen Nuni and the way he looks at honey and it is probably one of the most like endearing adorable like he just adores you he does but can I tell you one thing he left me once what yes before we got married he told me he didn't want to be in the relationship anymore what and how we were, long were you guys dating um we were dating for like eight years and i think the relationship you know when relationships run their course yeah and i think the relationship ran its course and he broke up with me what and he left we used to live together and he moved out why are Nuni and i the same person i tried to break up with mark really and he was like yeah that's not happening <laughs> he was like he like came over to my he was like nice try it's not happening. I tried, but he was just over it. What? Yes. And so wait, he, and he's my Taurus brother too. Yeah, he is. So that's why. But it's later like, on, we... later it took like seven months. Wow. It took like seven months, and we got we got back together. But it's crazy because I feel like he loves me more now. Absolutely. Than he did before. Well, you guys have gone through different things together. I think your relationship has evolved. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. And we're adults now. Before we were we were much younger. But going back to like when I die. Um, we talk about insurance all the time. Do you? Yes, because I'm like, you know, if, that's the if, first thing. On if I line. die, you mm-hmm. sh- you should be rich, and if yeah. you die, I should be rich. And you be like, no, <laughs> bitch, you're not gonna be rich with my life insurance with the next motherfucker. I'm like, come on, Papa. Why are Nuni and I the same? Person? Give me a million dollars. He's no. like, nope. I'm like, nope. He has like some weird insurance through oh, his. That is uh, that's, he says that's all I'm gonna get. I'm not gonna be rich with the next guy. Wait, so why is it that me as a woman, okay, and I, you know how much I love my husband. Yeah. I I mean, he is, and I he even said it over this past weekend. He has just been there for me, like through thick and thin, no matter what. He's my one, like he's my rock. He's your he's rock, my yeah. constant. And that man is—he's a good man. But why did I say to him, "There is no, I will haunt your ass." I said, "I will be you. I'm going to tell you right now. You know what I would do? I'm going to pull your fucking toe, and I'm going to let you know I am watching. I don't want you to be happy after me. I want you to be dragging ass. More me for life." I want you to be so sad. <laughs> and he's like cracking up because obviously, you know, people move on and they do. They find love again and stuff like that. But I was like, no, just let me like, let me live with that. Okay. Like, let me For a live little with while. that thought. How long do you think is a good time before someone moves on after someone passes? Okay. Let's talk about that. How long do you think is a good time? Because here's the thing. How do you put a number on that? You don't. Some people How don't. Do some say, people never move on. Right. But like, I mean, and I would hope that somebody would eventually after a couple of years or, you know, I mean, but if they meet that person that yeah. really helps see them through this. a month or two later. How who who are we to judge? Oh no, you're judging. You're judging. Two months after I died, you yeah. got a new bitch. You know what? I don't I know. think so, Carolina. I think the grieving is so. It's such my stuff is still there. She's gonna be using my Tom Ford colognes and perfumes <laughs> She's gonna be until they just run out. Yeah, exactly. She's gonna finish my perfumes. But isn't it Mm-mm. like one of those things where I don't think science has even wrapped their minds around grieving? I think that's one of the hardest thing to to 
observe a human yeah. that is grieving because we're all so different. We are so different. We all have been raised differently. We all have different religious backgrounds. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like, how can I say for me what is good would be the same thing for you? Give me a year at least, Carolina. I would think that anybody would deserve to give themselves Shit. a year. A year. Like, what about giving yourself that time? You know, I'll be yeah. honest with you. My mother-in-law, my father-in-law passed um, a year after my husband and I got married. And, um, you know, I talk to her sometimes because I told you we have a nice relationship. Yeah, you did. And, um, and I'll say to her, you know, why, are you dating? And she's like... Oh, the guys all just want one thing. And I'm like, girl, you are in your soul. <laughs> like, no, but it's true. And it is true. My mother in law is like, a widow too, and she's and it she widowed in two thousand and one. And she's like, but she's being very honest mm -hmm. about it. And I say to her, like, there's part of me that would love to see her in another relationship for this last part of her life, you yeah. know, because she's still healthy. And have and, someone to love them and care for them and the same way we get cared for. Yeah. Yes. And also have a different love experience. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. they were married for so long. So like their first love. Of course. Mm -hmm. And so, um, but then again, it's like, there's also that part of me that says, you know what? She knows what's best for her. They do. Yeah. You know, and, and there's no time limit on, you know, I'm sure that she still misses her husband and you know there are, that's my my husband's father so there are a lot of things that I think that she sees with our kids that remind her of him and you know so there's got to be those memories and everything but no man I mean I don't know I would hope that I know I talk a big game but my hope would just be for like Mark to be happy to show my kids happiness do you know what I'm saying yeah I know what you're saying like it's it's one of those things where that's the ultimate selfless act that's to me the ultimate like being the most selfless person is wanting happiness for another person. That's a good one. Let me ask you this question, which I I posted to like two male friends. Oh, who do you think would be more appropriate to like take over your husband and kids? Somebody that's close to you or a complete stranger? Like Gosh. if you have like a single best friend, and then she's like. Mark, I'm just going to console you. And then she takes on your role. No, no? you can't be. I would want it to be a total stranger. A total stranger? Even though she that. loved you and she loved your kids and she loved yeah, everything. You know, I don't know. That's tough. Damn, girl. Why are you asking the tough questions today? I asked that to like two guys and they were like, absolutely not. I would not want my homies to take over my wife and my house. That means he was trying to smash before I yes, died. I kind of feel that way. But then again, you also don't want a stranger, you know, because who is going to be in there connecting with your kids? Yes. I don't know. I find that so hard. It I is think hard. It is such a, this is such a difficult subject to tackle. It really is. And there are so many people who are going through this. I think I, I think I would want a friend. You would? I think so. I'm already dead anyway. Who cares? At least she loved me and loved my kids already. <laughs> no, but you know what? The thing is, it's like you always think of yourself as that person who I always say, God forbid, if anything were to happen, I would want my sister to be in charge. Of yeah, but something. she can't take over your husband though. No, 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 okay. no, not at all. Oh, that there's that not at all. But what I'm saying <laughs> is I want my sister to oversee. Of course. And that's why I always tell my husband, I say, you know, I've been working too damn hard my entire life. I want to put something in there that says my money goes only to my kids. For I don't real. need you buying some other woman's mm -mm. Chanel and all this other crap mm -mm. using my money. You and your new woman living off my <laughs> no life insurance. No way. Uh uh, I don't think so. And that's the thing, it's like whenever we watch Dateline or Forty Eight Hours yes. Mystery, that's a first giveaway that the husband was up to no good. The life insurance. Mm -hmm. Always. So Noonie's on to something. He really is. We need to make sure that Noonie, we got you. We got you covered, That's honey. all I watch. And he's like, nope. 
You're not going to kill me. I'm like, why would I kill you? You're eventually going to die anyway, and I'll get the money. Exactly. No, it's so funny. I want a million-dollar policy at least, Carolina. That's it? I'm going to lose my husband at least. Well, no, I'm saying that's it. I mean, we might Four million? Yeah, girl. I mean, Bitch, you'll never see me again with four million. (laughs) So this podcast would be over. It'll be over. I'll send Bella to take my place. Is it that easy for you? Four million? Goodbye. Oh, God. All right. Well, there you have it. Now, Christina, my girlfriend, I told her that I would check in and see if um, I could make the funeral because you know like we said with all due respect love her abuela she was a great woman she was actually the life of the party one of the most beautiful people oh, I love those type of people I live for those type of people so yeah but I just thought it was a funny topic that we could bring up make sure you guys send us your emails and talk to us life in spanglish podcast at gmail.com and make sure that you give everybody their flowers while they're alive isn't that a Kanye line it is, but it's also like a Hispanic, lo que me vayan a dar que me lo den en vida. No, I know. Yeah, no, but, but yeah, he has like a song that talks about that. Yeah, and it says and it says roses, and it's actually a line that I said to somebody, you have to give people the roses while they can still smell them. Do it. Definitely so do, do it. do it today. If this, if this is any kind of a motivation, call somebody that you should have called a long time ago. Oh, yes. That's Let a good them know one. that you love them. Or, you know what? Just say sorry and move on from something because life is so short. Or send me and Carolina some flowers. We always welcome those. I'm down. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Hit five stars. And uh, follow us on socials. Ally Spanglish on Twitter and the gram. We out. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.